everybody. Welcome to Rachel's Reviews. We are the Hidden Gems Podcast, and this is kind of a a little uh, extra to the episode that is airing today uh, that is Hidden Gems on HBO Max because we recorded it on Monday, and then it just seemed like 2020 happened, and our podcast felt out of date already uh and so we wanted to talk about something that we found out about with hbo max and i'm film critic rachel wagner and ryan is here hey rachel and uh let me do this in my uh in my mortal Kombat voice because we are delivering our fine folks some bonus content (laughs) (laughs) yes so (laughs) basically what ended up happening is the so they they released hbo max and we were very impressed uh with the lineup with everything they had and uh, and then it just seems like there's been one problem after another uh it's it started out they had it not available on amazon fire and roku which was a big problem for a lot of subscribers who want to, like, if you want to actually watch the the HBO Max on your television, uh, that's basically impossible right now. Uh, and, and you have, uh, you can watch it on your on your computer, uh, but uh, not through the the normal access to your uh to your television uh yeah uh i can speak from personal experience i was speaking to my dad the other night and i was talking to him about hbo max and uh and he said you know where is it on our tv because he has an oled 4k lg smart tv and uh and that's where i watch a lot of my netflix and amazon and such yeah and uh, and I was talking to him about it, and I said, "Oh well, they haven't inked a deal with any of uh, any of the LG or or any of those people yet." And he's like, "Well, then I ain't getting it." And I'm like, "Okay, that's a tad strong, but I see where he's coming from. It's like, you know, it's it's going to get to the point where you're like, I really don't want to watch like the original Godzilla on my cell phone. Uh, like, right. like, I want to watch it on my TV, but it's like." It's like they forgot that step, apparently. I know. It's bad enough that all the movie theaters are closed. We, now we are, we're, <laughs> we're forced to watch uh, these many times epic films on, uh, at best, our, uh, our laptops, which can buffer and be, cause problems and be a pain in the neck. So it's, it's bad. It's a problem. Yeah, I uh, I love my I love my iPad to death, but I would not watch something like I don't know Lord of the Rings on it or something. Yeah, yeah. Like, no, like right. some movies are meant to be watched on the biggest screen that you could possibly find. Yeah, exactly. So that was the first mess that they had, and they were already kind of fighting a bit of an uphill battle when it comes to content because they had uh, had very little original content we were very impressed with the curated content but the original content was definitely lacking uh yeah they yeah all we really got was uh was the looney tunes show which i've heard good things about Mm -hmm. and i will get to eventually 
Uh, we got this uh, romantic comedy show with Anna Kendrick, which I like Anna Kendrick, but it's, I'm not sure I want to go out of my way to see that. But like, mm-hmm. other than that, I can't really think of anything. At least when no. Netflix started up their streaming service, they were like, oh, we've got Longmire and House of Cards and right. a bunch of these other shows. And I don't know about Longmire, but House of Cards turned out to be a pretty big deal for a while. So yeah. Well, it and it just seems really weird. And with Disney Plus, they had they had the Mandalorian had like the Mandalorian. on launch day. That's yeah. that's why I got it because I'm like Mandalorian on launch day. Sign me up for that. And of course, they had like yeah. High School, the musical, the musical, the series, yeah. and, <laughs> and, and, and a the, bunch of other things. Not to of- mention the library, the endless library yeah. that Disney has and had over the years. They so had it's the, like, yeah, the world according to, sorry, the, they had the uh, world according to Jeff Goldblum and they had world uh, according to Jeff Goldblum. Right. Yeah. They had quite a bit of, of new original content. And, but the big, obviously the big one was the Mandalorian, the big draw, the big appeal. Uh, Cause they had like Noel, they had, uh, they had Togo. They had a bunch of different stuff, and uh, and I I just yeah, it's bizarre that they wouldn't have come up with more. I mean, I understand it's kind of weird in this time of COVID and everything, but like uh, they didn't really have any big ticket except for if you're an animation fan uh, to to be able to watch the looney tunes cartoons uh that i feel like that's the only big ticket new show that they offered yeah really it's it's like i if i would have them i if i were working there i would be suggesting like let's try and get like a lord of the rings series off the ground like the mm-hmm. similarian like books like yeah, but amazon amazon's you know, or, doing that oh yeah that that's mm-hmm. right but you know like something like that, you know, mm-hmm. I, I looked it up and I, I looked up how much stuff that Warner Media owns. And it's like, guys, like, do you know how much stuff you literally mm-hmm. have at your fingertips? Like, come on, people. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Like if they had had a DC property show or a, uh, or a Harry Potter property show, that would have been huge. Yeah, and DC, and oh, we'll get to that, don't you worry. But uh, but yeah, HBO, or HBO, uh, Harry Potter would is still a pretty big draw. If they like had something like that, it, that would be huge. That would go over huge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like what if they had like the, I don't know, the Muggle Adventures or something like that. And, and, uh, and it was like a mystery show in, in London with... Uh, you know, like a muggle mystery amongst the muggles. There was like a mystery show, something like that. That would be huge. Or, or like the tales of Beetle the Bard or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, get the get, get the bad taste of crimes of Grindelwald walled off of everybody's mouse. And, right. Yeah. And they could. Uh, and so then we get to the all of it. I was like, okay, because I mean, to be fair all of the streaming services have had their their issues and their launch problems and uh you know some people might claim that disney plus it was only the mandalorian and they certainly have had a problem with disney plus 
has certainly had a problem of not being able to keep up content that uh, they haven't hardly had anything new in the last six months just a few little things and you know they're going to put out artemis fowl uh today that this to the day this airs uh they're going to put that out and uh but that's how big of a draw is that and uh so they they've had they they've had a problem with upkeep <laughs> with disney plus uh but the thing about disney plus is they didn't have all of their library available uh, upon release and they still don't because of contracts with netflix and other places and they've had hiccups like with promising the lizzie mcguire sh you know update and then all of that problems and the love simon problems and some of the other stuff th that ended up going to hulu uh and uh, or getting canceled so they've had their hiccups disney plus but i feel like they've been way more on top of the problems you know that uh they like we knew going into getting a subscription to disney plus that we weren't going to have certain things available on disney plus you know we right. knew that there was going to be certain stuff that was still on netflix and uh and so i feel like it, it was a lot more clear and so for with what's happened with hbo max is that they ran with big advertisements for dc properties uh you had literally wonder woman front and center in the advertising like literally in the center <laughs> and uh and so you have her and and they just announced that wonder woman and uh and batman v superman and justice league all so all three movies with gal gadot's wonder woman are all going to be gone the first of july which is just crazy that, to that me that is just i i had to read the article twice like just to make sure i read that correct because i'm sitting here like it's wonder woman like you're getting rid of it in the first month like good lord it, like it's it's pretty it when I heard they were getting rid of stuff like The Hobbit, I'm like, okay, I, I guess they can bring it back. But then then I read about all the DC stuff, and I'm like, that's like one of the centerpieces of the whole thing. You might as well just yeah. get rid of, like, I don't know, the uh, uh, get rid of Game of Thrones or something. Because yeah. It makes no sense. And they say that they are, uh, that they are bringing Aquaman, Shazam, joker green lantern and supergirl to replace so it's supposedly this like rotation or something but i mean i don't think that i mean i know that joker and shazam have their fans but uh but i don't think that to get rid of all of the wonder woman movies in one fell swoop is crazy to me like i said i just feel i i feel sort of bait and switched that they they literally led with her in the advertising that she was going to be a part of this and for her all three of her movies to be gone is crazy and the idea that anybody anyone in the world is like oh well they're giving us green lantern and supergirl so that's all right what yeah green lantern <laughs> with the some of the worst cgi i've ever seen in my life and yeah <laughs> is this supergirl girl the tv show or the movie with peter the movie. 
I think. Oh God! Like, what are <laughs> what are they thinking? Like that movie's horrible. Yeah. Like Peter O'Toole went from Lawrence of Arabia to being like, look up there. That is what keeps us alive. It's like, Peter, what are you doing? But that's <laughs> that's that's my Supergirl rant aside. Yeah. But I, it just I mean, makes uh, no sense because it's no. like you're getting rid of the actual good stuff and questionable stuff at best, and you're replacing it with even worse stuff. Like it's just crazy. It is. It's crazy. And I mean, <laughs> Green Lantern, it's like a, I mean, it's a joke. Uh, like like Batman v the... Superman has a lot of problems. I would watch that 10 times over rather than watch Green Lantern ever again. Agreed. Agreed. And uh, in our, uh, our Hidden Gems episode, uh, one of my, one of my picks is, is already gone. It's not even July 1st. It's already gone from Monday when we recorded is Teen Titans Go to the Movies. It's gone. That's gone? Wow. That's, gone. that's that's a mistake because it's like like Teen Titans Go to to the movies is like made for like families yeah. and it's just it's like golden sand slipping through their fingers. <laughs> and the Lego movies are all leaving. And so my my list is out of date. So both our lists are out of date. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. I mean, they that's another one that they had pretty front and center in the advertising. You had those Lego uh, characters, and they're gone. And I realized that all the streaming services they filter things in and out. But but I feel like it's not an unfair expectation to have expected Wonder Woman at least through the summer. That seems crazy to me that July 1st, after just barely launching, that something that big would just be gone. It seems just crazy to me. I, I, it's, it's, it's almost to me like as if Disney, Disney Plus like, got rid of The Mandalorian in, in the month after like in december after they right. you know and, they launched in november <laughs> right and you know what you know what's coming out in august wonder woman 1984 yeah and they're getting rid of the three movies with wonder woman in it it's like so it's bizarre. so dumb because it's like free advertisement almost free but yeah. somewhat free advertisement yeah so it is very strange. I don't understand what they were thinking. They, yeah, they're getting rid of uh, July 1st, Justice League, Batman v Superman, Dawn of Justice, Wonder Woman, Suicide Squad, Batman Returns, Batman Forever, Batman and Robin, Catwoman, Jonah Hex, and The Losers, all gone. Obviously, some of those, nobody cares about Catwoman, but... Jonah Hex, <laughs> But still, I, I just... I don't know. I think it has been a royally botched launch. And it's a shame because I think there's so much good there. But because of the way that they've marketed it, like I don't feel like they have really marketed the Studio Ghibli stuff. I don't feel like they have really marketed the TCM stuff. I don't feel like the, the Criterion stuff. Like I don't think that's what they've led with. 
and they've led with dc they've led with lego they've led with with all of this and so then for so it feels even worse i i it feels like well the good stuff that they have hasn't been promoted so people don't know the good stuff and the so it's just a mess yeah i i did a route i did a deep dive on the on the back catalog side of things and i discovered stuff i never thought would be on that service like like whose line is it anyway like the american version from the mm-hmm. early 90s i love that show i watched it all the time i, I watched the highlights of it on youtube and it's on there the original tom and jerry is on there which i kind of expected but was still surprised to see but it's like they don't promote any of it they promote like oh we've got like all of the old series and a bunch of old movies but you know like you said no tcm no criterion and you know Mm -hmm. if you want it it, if you want to set yourself apart you got to make yourself like look different so like say hey we are the home of over 100 you know of some of the greatest movies of all time from the criterion collection like yeah the top tier of like movie collectors and or something worth something better than what i just did but i'm sure you understand yeah no and then they also to boot they are getting they're temporarily getting rid of gone with the wind and that came out the same week so even their classics kind of have a little bit of a questionable sort of feel right now with people uh that they're going to take it and they're going to add some kind of warning in front of it or something of that of that nature and so even even that kind of isn't in their favor right now i just think it has been a really botched launch it is not what uh what they i mean it makes me kind of all the more sure of why they announced the the uh, the snyder cut when they did because they they knew they had these problems coming up so they wanted to get people on their side it's like the old saying goes uh when someone ends up with egg on their face hbo right now has a whole dang omelet on their face (laughs) yeah they do they really do well yeah it's it's disappointing so uh, let us know if you're listening are you disappointed or are we blowing this out of proportion what is your opinion about this hbo max as a business venture how have they done how have they launched it uh i i i still think there is much value but if i'm just looking at it as a business i think it's been pretty badly badly done and uh so you know we'll see how they bounce back from that i'm sure they'll be fine in the end but it's uh it's a it's a puzzler yeah and uh and one last thing rachel before we get out of here um i know that this whole podcast is based on on the back of recommending stuff on streaming services i do enjoy all the streaming services i have i still love netflix i still love amazon i still have hbo and Disney Plus and etc. But if any of you are interested in any of the classic movies that are on HBO and maybe worried that they might go away, 
get them on physical media because physical media, at least for the time being, ain't going away anytime soon. So yeah. I, I was in Walmart the other day. I saw Gone with the Wind for on Blu-ray for $7. So if you're interested, you know, here's your chance. And, right. and, and I'll say this, physical media will not, at least won't, you won't have to worry about it leaving a streaming service anytime soon. You just have to walk over to your shelf like I do. Right. But anyway, <laughs> I shall I shall descend from my physical media soapbox and let's yes. close this out. <laughs> right. Uh, no, I agree. And you can certainly get some of the some of the high quality collectors uh, editions as well that will really be something special for your collection. Uh, and uh, so, yeah, no, that's a good point. So, all right. Well, Ryan, where can people find you? You can find me on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Letterboxd at RyanCam20. Also on my on my YouTube channel, RyanCam Movie Reviews. Uh, still working diligently on the AFI project. I'm actually uh, I'm actually going to be re- be shooting and editing all of the videos for uh, for the general and on the waterfront when uh, when Rachel and I depart from this call. And I'm going to be pushing those out for some time next week. And I'm also going to be preparing for Nolan Month. I'm going to be reviewing all of Christopher Nolan's movies in honor of Tenet coming out in theaters. So it's a it's a really, really it's a really big time to be a part of the channel. So if you if you want to go ahead and subscribe, like now's as good a time as any. Yes, you definitely should. And you can find me at Rachel's Reviews, all of our social media, iTunes, YouTube, and on Rotten Tomatoes. So check that out and you can find me at the Hallmarkies podcast. So that's a lot of fun as well. So thanks so much. It was fun to talk about and uh, yeah, good luck to everybody with HBOX. <laughs> May the odds be ever in your favor. That's right. Bye everyone. <laughs>